0: Dinklidge, Peter 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 Dinklidge,
1: Peter Dinklidge, Peter Dinklidge, Peter Dinklidge, Peter
0: Dinklidge, Peter Dinklidge, Peter Dinklidge, Peter Dinklidge, Peter Dinklidge, Peter Dinklidge, Peter Dinklidge, Peter
1: Dinklidge, Oh, I love Thrones, Thrones, Game of Thrones, Thrones, Game of Thrones, Thrones, Game of Thrones, Thrones, Game of
0: throne Game of,
1: Game of, Game <laughs> of.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone outside and in between.
1: Welcome, welcome back.
0: Welcome back.
1: Beyond the wall. We're right here. Remember, welcome back, remembers.
0: W- welcome back is, co- is coming. Would you be mad if I talk like that the entire time? Or if I just I talk would, yeah, like that? I, I, I would be upset about that. But this, yet the um, North remembers. The, oh, if you were good at it, I think that would be a Why? different Why? Are you
1: saying I'm not good? Age? What is this?
0: <laughs> uh, well, I could come in
1: here talking about this Game of Thrones. Okay. The That's warnings. a bit, bit better. but oh, uh, don't,
0: don't you even. Don't you ever.
1: Don't you ever. <laughs>
0: uh, oh. My name is Sam Bannigan, And I am Andrew Thomas. And How uh, are you, Sam? Good. To, I mean, considering I'm good. You're good. Yeah, considering the world. World's getting better. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's working things, on it.
1: Things have changed for me. That's yeah, things
0: okay. Are, <laughs> things are like I I don't want to say that things are not getting better. But things are just getting better marginally, and it doesn't change so that the world still sucks. That is true. Um, so, you know, it's uh, you, you win some, you lose some. As, as you do, this weekend has been strange. Um, yeah. But uh, how are you doing, Andrew? Doing all right. Doing pretty
1: well. Doing pretty well. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, about the same. What week 15, right? (laughs) This is
0: uh about that, yeah. So, no, it's it's week 11. This week week 11. 11. Oh, hey, week 11. So, we're not there, isn't it? I mean, for you, I think it's 12 because I'm a week behind you in uh, terms of quarantine. But in Westeros... and we both and we both protested this weekend, so yes. we both get to be extra quarantined for the next two weeks yes sir bow, 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 bow. yes, sir. what a wild time Game of Thrones <laughs> Game of Thrones we're so um two months ago, <laughs> at the beginning of the quarantine, yeah. Ooh, we were like, hey, let's do, do you want to do Game of Thrones? I can't remember what episode that was, but we were losing our minds. I remember that. Um, and we were like, let's do Game of Thrones. And we gave ourselves two months to watch all eight seasons of Game of Thrones. And we did that. And we're now going to talk about it. And this will either be one very long podcast or two regular sized podcasts. <laughs> We will depending see. on how long this conversation goes. Game of Thrones, what a what a show! What a, that show took like ten years. Yes, it did. It ten years, ten good old of, years of the world. I and loved it. And it ended in the year of endings. Yes, it did. The our last year, some may call it. Uh, uh, yeah, the last year of humanity. <laughs> Uh, do you think the marvel cinematic universe and game of thrones and star wars was like holding the world together no i think it was m night Shyamalan superhero universe that was holding it together Uh, (laughs) of course it must have been glass the movie that everyone saw and everyone loves yeah that was the (laughs) thing
1: yeah that that was
0: that was the glue and it came out and it tore us apart yeah um, so we know that the world is crazy, uh, but we talked about how crazy the world is last week. And we don't want to talk about it this week. Yes. Pure so, escapism. Yes. Yes. Yeah, this is a, an escapism week, To and we're going to escape to Westeros, where racism is also very prevalent. Uh, yeah, but not as many black people, so hey. Uh- <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, do you want to start with... Uh, What's your, do you have a, uh, your Game of Thrones story? Um, your whole experience of it all? I mean,
1: I just remember the first season came out. People loved it. Blockbuster yeah. was still a thing. Ooh, I'm showing my age. Holy shit, it was. Blockbuster was still up and running. Oh my God. Uh, and I rented the full season, saw Game of Thrones and loved it, and then watched it. That way, got everything spoiled for me. I did not get the satisfaction of, you know, clearly we're doing a Game of Thrones podcast. Yes, we're spoiling everything. Oh, yeah. Spoil every single for all ounce eight of it. Goddamn seasons. I didn't I wasn't fortunate enough to to see that Ned Stark died and I wasn't shocked or the Red Wedding.
0: Uh Oh, you didn't know about the Red Wedding? No,
1: I did know about the Red Wedding when I watched it. Uh oh, damn. Once I started watching uh live season five. Yeah. Okay. Season five is why I started watching live. Yeah, because I remember it was a weak season and I stopped watching. I just I had other things to do when Hard Home yeah. happened and everyone oh, loved no. it. And I was <laughs> like, well, you know what? I'm just gonna wait till the series ends. I'm just gonna watch it as one big Mega movie, one big, yeah, uh, and I did, and it was great. Uh, yeah. But that's how I started Game of Thrones.
0: Uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, after the first season, my mom was like, "This show just happened. I loved it. I think you would love it. You should watch it." And I watched it, and I was like, "That was really good." And then the second season happened, and I did. I was. I never. Wa- I didn't watch it live until season seven when we watched it together Mm. um yeah i didn't watch it live until then um but i sort of did this thing where like i watched the first season when it came out and then i didn't watch the second season until it was done and then i just didn't watch like the third or fourth season Mm -hmm. and then my mom was like hey did you are you still watching game of thrones i was like oh no i haven't watched that since like the second season and she was like oh you should watch it it's like really really good this was at the end of season four like It was fucking killing it. Um, So I watched one, two, three, and four. And then I didn't watch again. (laughs) Like I didn't watch season five. I didn't watch season six until I was at the dorms at, at the academy. And everyone was talking about season six was happening. And everyone was talking about it. And I was like, I should watch that show. That's a good show. And then I like over Christmas break or whatever, I just like watched all of it. Dem Thrones. Dem Thrones, baby. And then, yeah, season seven, we watched it at your apartment in the Bronx. Mm -hmm. And season eight, we watched, not all together, but mainly at my place in Queens. Yep. Yes, exactly. So, look at us. Look at us. The Dem Thrones, boys.
1: So, I have a question. So, now that it's all said and done, a full year has passed since we've seen the finale. And now we've watched the whole thing.
0: Overall, what are your thoughts on Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones is almost the greatest show ever made. <laughs> is almost there, and I think my friend Ben, who who loves Game of Thrones, and I was I've been talking to him about it as I've been watching. Um, he said it really well. He said seasons one to four and seasons five to eight are two different shows. And I very much agree with that. I think seasons one to four is like very well done. It's all very intricately sort of put together and crafted. And it's like, oh shit, this is like fucking good. And then seasons five to eight are like so different. It's a bit wild, especially season six to eight is very different than like season five is sort of weird transitional, not great season. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think it's almost the greatest show ever made. (laughs) which you can say for a lot of shows which sucks. Yeah. What about you? Where where are you where are you at on our I, Game of Thrones retrospective? I,
1: I love it. It ended I was like, "Ooh, wee, I'm so happy I lived through Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, and Hamilton." I'm so happy. Uh yeah. I I love it. I you know, we're about to get really thorough into game of thrones yeah the show's not perfect there there's a lot of problems there's a lot of yeah. game of thrones that i don't like but as a whole yeah. as a show i i for andrew thomas it is incredible um yeah it's kind of like mcu it was a big part of my life and it will always have a, sp- a special place in my heart
0: Oh yeah, I hear I hear that I hear that theme song and like I instantly get pumped. Like it doesn't matter, it does not matter. I was like I was like in the shit of seasons seven and eight, and I was just like, man, this I really don't. I'm not enjoying this. But every hour or so, I would get and I would just be like, this is great, this is the best shit in the world. And then the episode would start, and I would be like, man, this That's sucks. Fun uh yeah 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 that's that's Game of Thrones baby um so this is sort of weird we've never talked about I mean we did it with good play sort of but mm-hmm. we were also talking about Watchmen at the same time yeah. so it was sort of different we're talking about one TV show um and normally we talk about technical stuff director writer cast all that sort of stuff first
1: mm-hmm
0: but In eight seasons, that's a lot of actors.
1: It's a lot of actors. It's a lot of directors. It's a lot of costume designers. (laughs) A lot. A
0: lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So all the actors are great. Yeah.
1: blanket statements aren't good until they are. Yeah. All the actors are great. The direction was great.
0: The music is great. Costume is great. Everything about the show is, is consistently amazing except the writing. Um and one, and a couple times the directing, but not enough for for me to be all upset about it.
1: I will say that there are not I don't think there's any odd choices, but there are questioning choices in some of the writing there are
0: there are a lot of questionable choices in in this dang the shake show. This dang dang okay uh so yeah all all the actors are great throughout the entire show the costumes oh man i loved him costumes i do uh i mean this is sort of a this is a note i have a list of i have a bunch of notes that i took um a note that i took towards the end i think sometime in season seven or eight i don't remember it was somewhere towards the end um Yeah, it was in season seven. Uh I said John looking more like Ned is ten out of ten costuming. Yes, it is. Like seeing him slowly dress and, and wear his hair like Ned Stark does towards like season the later seasons, I was just like I noticed it in season seven and I was like, that's that's good. That's real good. Yeah. Ooh, that's so good. Um. Yeah. Uh, so everyone's great. Do you have? Uh, I have some smaller questions. Do you have like a, a favorite actor who appears on the show who sort of maybe isn't in the whole thing? Like I know we both love Sir Davos
1: because he's Onion the king.
0: greatest. He's um, the best. Yeah, I said
1: Onion King. I didn't miss the speak. He's not a knight. Yeah, he's, he's a king. Sir Davos um, wins the Iron Throne.
0: Um. <laughs>
1: i love it um i don't i I love no one i do have to say i love that entire story arc oh yeah Um, he's great and um his assistant his other half she's great as well i love that fight scene
0: uh which one
1: oh yeah the the last one i i can't oh dear lord i realized this just now folks i can't say i love that fight scene i love that
0: scene you know that scene i have to be very specific (laughs) scene out of eight seasons of scenes uh yeah i love
1: it when uh it's towards the end or towards the end of season six good lord i was not prepared for this (laughs) You gotta gotta be on it. I was just took notes. We we heard we heard. Hopefully you've listened to us before. Usually I go, you know that scene, that great scene. There's so many. Ah, uh, it's at (laughs) towards the end of season six where Arya was just stabbed and she stayed the night over the actress's house. Oh, and she somehow parkours through the street. Exactly. I love that scene. Uh, That was great. That was it. I forgot the point I was gonna make, but that was it. I love them. I love no one.
0: Yeah, they're 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 great. Um, I I think my favorite might be Catelyn Stark. Oh, yeah, I'd be mean, yeah, Catelyn. Like she's so good. Mm-hmm. Like just like just so solid for those early seasons. Mm-hmm. I love her. Also, Commander Mormont at the at the Night's Watch. He's dope as fuck. Yeah, he's dope. And he died. I was real sad. I remember
1: it was it was like season two where the Red Woman was with Stannis. And I was like, good Lord, remember Stannis? Remember yeah. him? Good
0: Lord. And then he's in the entire show?
1: They di- he dies in season five.
0: He dies in... Because S- uh, five... Brianna Tarth no, kills him. No, he dies him. in season six.
1: No, oh, it's definitely season
0: five. Hundo P. It's season six. I wrote it down.
1: Statist?
0: And Brianna Stantist Tart? Season six. Kills him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, folks, this 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 Andrew Thomas memory was not. I'm like, oh no, no. It's got to be season six because I wrote it down. Or it might be the end of season five. Yeah, it's definitely the end of season five. Let me see.
1: Shaking my table, I'm so like I know this. I'm not going crazy. It's not a hard, home.
0: When the fuck does it happen? When does he die?
1: Because the, he burns his daughter, then yeah. his wife kills himself, then he goes into battle. It's the last episode. It's the beginning of the last episode. Brianna Tark sees him, and she's like, "Yo, you're dead meat." He was like, "All right, I knew it was coming."
0: Oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Okay, it's the vi- it's the very end of season five. You are correct. Booyakasha. <laughs> uh, I I was confused because I wrote down that Benioff and Weiss clearly don't like him yeah um, because they they kill him as soon as they depart from the books because he's still alive in the books. Is he? Yeah, wow. yeah, George R. R. Martin. Well, like, okay, so in the books apparently I, I was reading up on some random stuff. Mm-hmm. Apparently in the books, you never see Stannis die? like it's never explicit it sort Ugh. of cuts away before yes. he actually gets killed and then someone gets a letter saying that he's dead but then george r, r. martin has like since then said that he's still alive huh so maybe Benny and Weiss like just sort of was like he figured yeah he's dead and george is lying or or they really just don't give a shit about stannis uh, and they just kill them off as soon as they get the chance. <laughs> I mean, it's their show. That
1: I am a very big, when you want to translate it to any medium, whoever is the head leader of that project, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, I, I agree. The books do not matter. That is my mantra.
0: The books matter yeah. when you read the books. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, they they're really not good at writing their own stuff, but we'll get into it. We'll, <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get into that. Um, yeah. Do you have a, I, I want to do the, I have sort of smaller questions that are just like fun, whatever. All right. Not super important. Uh, do you have a favorite season? Four. Season four is definitely my favorite. Agree. Agree. Season four is the best. Season four rips ass it's so good do you have a raking i would love to rake them right now oh god uh i'll do it real quick four three two four three two one six five seven eight I'm gonna do mine bottom to top. Okay, I did mine top to bottom.
1: Uh, mine is from bottom to top: seven, five, six, two, eight, one, three,
0: four. I can't believe eight is so high up there. Man. I I I'm so I, I a fan of eight. I know, but we're gonna get to there. But <laughs> God damn. Um. I can't even remember the order that I said, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, season four is the best. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. so good. It's wild. Um do you have a favorite episode in, in the whole series? What is that? What is this timid look? I do. What is it? episode 6 episode (laughs) 6 I'm gonna kill
1: you episode 6 season 8 not the bells the iron throne that's your favorite episode it's probably not I can't lie I just wanted to say that um I actually have no idea what my favorite episode is at I can't this is where I was afraid of of picking out specific things at one point if you don't don't have a favorite episode
0: that's fine they all kind of run together uh find this thing what's your favorite episode uh, my favorite episode is season eight episode two A. Hey. when uh i love that episode so much it is like so exactly my shit mm-hmm. um and oh boy it's just ah oh, it's good i just i love stories about people can like confronting their death yeah when they know what's happening, they're like, Oh, we're go- Oh, we're gonna die in like six hours. <laughs> what do you do with the last six hours of your life? I think that stuff is so interesting. Mm-hmm. And so, and I love that episode. And you get to see all these like cool people interact that haven't really interacted before. The whole scene by the fire with like Pod and and uh Jamie and Sir Davos and like all these like wonderful people who I just love, just having like their last night on Earth? It's amazing. It is. And then no one dies, and that's a bunch of bullshit. But whatever. Um, I mean, yes. 100%. 100%. P. I have so many thoughts about when people should have died. Oh, man. Um, Do you have a favorite uh, fight? Oh. uh, You raped her! You killed her! Oh, and you, yeah. uh, hands down. The, that's, the viper in the mountain? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's real high up there for me as well. Uh, but my favorite is Watchers on the Wall when all the Wildlings are are attacking Castle Black. Mm-hmm. I think that episode is like so tight. It's yeah. so good. And and just the way it all sort of fits together, like the the big anchors that they like swing across the wall and everyone climbing and mm-hmm. And when Egret gets shot, it's wild. It's it great. It's such a powerful moment
1: yeah. that when they both look at each other, and yeah. she, it, it says, I love it. I love moments like that because they say yeah. so much. Uh, yeah. Without saying
0: a word. Set them off. And That little, And then that little piece of shit just shoots her. Like a fucking. Like a I,
1: how could you have known? But also, we were having a thing.
0: Yeah, Read yeah the I, get, room. Like, I get it but also <laughs> come on man yeah no um, for sure yeah those were sort of my smaller questions are we getting into the hot and heavy ones yeah we. I think we gotta get into some big ones let's do it my bad uh okay do you want to hear the hottest take that I wrote down yes I would love to hear it Daenerys and Cersei don't get interesting until halfway through season 3 yeah they're they're just boring yeah two and a half seasons and then suddenly halfway through season three it's like daenerys is like a queen and she's actually ruling over people and you're like oh shit this is dope and cersei's like getting into all her shit and really starting her whole machinations of of becoming the queen and and everything and it's like oh shit this is so interesting but before that it's just i i don't give a shit for sure a hundred percent i was real bored with their stuff for a long time. And then they're super interesting for a while. And then they end horribly, but whatever. <laughs> uh, You're team Cersei, right? Oh, I mean, I hated Cersei.
1: Uh, when I first watched it and this rewatch, I hated Cersei till the last episode of season five. And I was like, man, I hated Cersei, but she did. She didn't deserve that. <laughs> I mean, she did, <laughs> but she did deserve that. Then she got them all back. And I was like, ooh, my girl. Then I was Team Cersei for sure.
0: Wild. So wild. Uh, man, oh man. Uh, I don't usually run these podcasts. This is weird. How do you do this every week? <laughs> it's harder than it looks. <laughs> it's real hard. You make it look very easy. I thought this would be so easy. Um. No. Whenever I edit a
1: podcast, I'm
0: like, "How does
1: Sam do it? How does (laughs) oh,
0: oh, editing's easy, baby. I got it." Um. How do you feel about the like predictable structure of the seasons? And this is like a Benioff and Weiss thing, in terms of like the second last episode is always like the episode where shit goes down. That's when Ned dies. That's the Red Wedding. <clears throat> like, other than Joffrey dying, that's pretty much like the episode of the season is always the second last episode. I don't look at it, What was the word that you said? A cliche?
1: Predictable. Predictable. I don't look at it like that. I just look at it as that's the way they like to tell their story. Is they like their 10th episode to be the epilogue. So... Yeah. I understand I how that feels predictable. I totally yeah. do, but I I it doesn't bother me. I am cool with it.
0: Yeah, I mean it, it it doesn't really bother I don't know if it bothers me. It just I remember like when the when the seasons were airing like, you know, people would sort of come and go as the season went on, but mm-hmm. then everyone would be like, "Oh, it's the second last episode of the season. Like you got to watch it cuz shit's going to go down." Yeah. And I don't know if I like that in a tv show i like that in a movie you know when shit goes down in a movie Mm -hmm. uh but i think in a tv show i don't know it it because it was like so predictable so consistent throughout the whole series Mm -hmm. it felt sort of weird like i I haven't watched all of breaking bad but it's not the same in breaking bad it's not the same in most tv shows that i've watched yeah it it just feels very strange well i mean i feel like for
1: most tv shows it's the finale that does that and opposed yeah. to the finale they like to have it the second to last episode okay uh
0: that makes sense yeah that makes sense um bah, bah, bah. uh yeah uh do you want to talk about how Gosh dang boring Stannis is. I forgot how much he was in this show. Me too. He's in it so much. I have to say,
1: this time rewatching it, it wasn't until the end. It wasn't until I got to the end game that I was like really invested. Because there was a lot of moments, not just with Stannis. I felt this way with Rob too, where I was like, this is good. This is well written. This is well acted. This is good. I'm happy. I'm watching something good, but yeah. I know where this ends, and it kinda, in the scheme of the show, kinda doesn't matter. It matters. I'm not saying it doesn't matter, yeah. but yeah, with Stan- Standish for sure, it is so boring. It's
0: wild, and he's in it for. Five seasons, like he's in it, so long, and he's such a big part of all of the stuff that he does. Yeah, it's it's crazy that he's just so boring. Like that he's not even one of the do anything
1: top twenty people. You think about what do no, you think about
0: Game of Thrones? Not at all. It's it's crazy. It was just like blowing my mind every time he was on screen. I was like, "You're still in the show? Just die." <laughs> Just die, my man. I love his this daughter. Is though. Crazy. She's oh, his crazy. daughter and Sir Davos, like, ooh, they're the best. Um, but yeah, I was just like, man, remember when he burns his daughter? Yeah, that was sad. That's that was really sad. I cried. Yeah, that was a. I was like, come on, man, you don't, you don't got to do this. Was there? Any- but then you get. But then you get to see state. Sir Davos all pissed at the red woman yeah. later, and that's rad as fuck.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh,
0: did you ever cry during this rewatch? No, I didn't. Just because I sort of, just cause I knew it all, mm-hmm. I generally it's it takes. I mean, it takes a lot for me to cry at the first watch of a thing. It takes a lot to get me to cry at the second watch. At of the the thing. second watch,
1: <laughs> um, yeah. It's just yeah. There were some moments where I was just like, "Ah!" Oh. Like the red wedding, the moment where Catelyn's just like, "Just let him walk oh. out. We will forget all of this." He killed our yeah. men, and then Rob turns around. He's like,
0: "What are you doing? <laughs> Come on!" Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I tweeted out some thoughts as as things were going on. And yeah, the red wedding was still sad. Like I, I got there and I was like, I was like sitting there, knowing that it was about to happen. Just like, oh no, oh no, no! And then it happens. I'm like, she sees the Arbor? Yeah, yeah. Run! It's, it's over. Right then and there, and it, there's nothing to do about it. And it mm-hmm. sucks. Um. How okay. This is this is a bit of a bigger question. All right, how do you feel about George R. R. Martin? Because this is prevalent. This is George R. R. Martin's shit. Of course, point. yeah. Um, how do you feel about him being obsessed with religious uprising? Because there's two storylines, two important storylines that Benioff and Weiss pretty much abandon when they get control of the show. That George R. R. Martin has heavily involved. There's in, the high, in the plot. There's the high. There's the, there's the high Sparrow and oh, yeah. the whole Lord, and all of the Lord of Light stuff.
1: Yeah, which is like
0: a new religion, like coming in. That's like the rise of Christianity or Catholicism or whatever, like over top of the old shit. You know. Um, th- I mean, Do you have thoughts on it?
1: Not. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> bury this but not really but i i i, I bet i could have a thought i okay. i think it's just i think this the show i'm gonna say something really no one's ever said this i think the show is just a whole metaphor for us boom isn't that wild andrew um just
0: andrew just cracked it babies like,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i just think it's it's impossible to have a full metaphor without us, without r- religion. So there you go. Yeah. Um, I do agree. Does it really? Yeah. The high sparrow. It's all, you know, that's all leading up to something that they all blow up. And that's the end of that.
0: Yeah. Like as soon as Ben, th- this is the thing with like so many things that as soon as Benioff and Weiss get control of the show fully, that they're fully out of the books, which is the start of season six towards the end of season five. But for sure, season six, episode one, they, it is all Benioff and Weiss. They have no more books. They stop dealing with so many things that George R. R. Martin had written, Mm -hmm. which I I wrote down like the rise of, of religion. um, The spiral thing that the uh, white walkers do is just like gone. (laughs) until that one time and then it's gone again yeah um all the stuff happening in dorne is just fairy dust it it disappears um and and the thing that that makes me the most upset is the the uh global warming metaphor of the of the army of the dead now I don't think that
1: one's forgotten at all. I think that's the most powerful metaphor in the show,
0: but it, they they wipe it out like it's nothing. Like they like the the story that George R. R. Martin is is telling is like just a correlation to the real world. Mm-hmm. There are people who are like, hey, there's this bigger threat that we have to deal with. We have to deal with that first before we can deal with our shit. We have to make sure we can all survive. So that we can go back to squabbling about who sits on a big fancy chair, mm-hmm. but we need to deal with that first. And George R. R. Martin sets it up that there is like this small group of people who are like, we need to deal with this for sure. And then the people in power, people in King's Landing, are just like, ah, eh, whatever. That's so far away; doesn't even matter. It's way up in the north. We're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, who cares? Yeah, I and and the story that Benioff and Weiss like tell with that setup is just leave it to the people who care about it and everyone else will be fine.
1: I totally get that. Yeah, for sure. I think that's, (laughs) I think that's sick. That's a sick bird. Yeah, Yeah. no, you're not wrong. Um, For me, I just take it as that, that it should have been that we all band together. It should have been that, but it wasn't. So we still have to, you know, tighten our bootstraps and still fight the good fight to not make sure we all don't become White Walkers. And then we see the the major fallout of Cersei not going, not helping, not bringing her army, that we still have to deal with our petty, 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 petty differences. And, you know, after we face the true evil, we become that next evil as people. I I don't know I like it I totally I, at first I thought I was gonna go no
0: Sam you're wrong blah, 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 but no that's completely fair uh, I it really bugs me because like the literal first thing that happens in this entire TV show is some dudes getting killed by a white walker yeah that is the first event of the entire TV show
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then they just deal with it like halfway through the last season and this was like yeah it's done who cares move on it's wild i also i have problems with the fact that like i get it benioff and weiss have been writing this show for 10 years they want to move on to other stuff i get that as a creative person you want to do other projects if they wanted to leave the show that badly just hand it off to other people just hand it off just give give it to a couple other people because this show needed at least two more seasons as I will
1: disagree with that. As I've said since the ending of the last the series finale, I don't think this needed one more season. What would Maybe have helped? Two more. <laughs> I think what would have helped just make season season seven, and season eight, ten episodes each. Because season seven's what seven episodes? Uh, yeah, seven and and then, six. Yeah, season eight has six episodes. I think because one of my biggest problems with the the show is pacing all the way around from season one to season eight. There are some moments in season one, two and three that just drag, even knowing how it ends up. It's just kind of slow. Okay. Um, And then the last you six, seven and eight, it's the exact opposite. Things just happen too fast. Things, things yeah. don't have time to breathe. Again, season four slaps. <laughs>
0: uh season four slaps. Season four is the best. Uh
1: but yeah, no, there are moments that I wish the show took to breathe, especially towards the end. But at yeah. the same extent, I understand why they rushed through it, because I didn't need three episodes with them fighting the White Walkers. But if, it was, old, with e- if it was old Walkers. Game of Thrones, that's what they would have done. That's that's that Game of Thrones. They they do the first couple seasons do like to drag things out and and obviously yeah they wouldn't be three episodes exaggerate that's not towards you that's towards people who listen uh <laughs> uh yeah I just wish that they did let they knew their pacing better throughout the entire season
0: that's or fair serious, I do I, I, say. I do I think yeah if if okay if season seven and eight were both 10 episodes long, then I think you just need one more season. Mm -hmm. If you're going to keep them these sort of seven, six episode seasons, I think you need two more. I think you just need, like you just need more time Mm -hmm. to set up the stuff that they want to set up because like the stuff that was set up through seasons one through five with the books existing Mm -hmm. and them having stuff to adapt, I think is really well done is really, really great. Season five is really rough, but like that's still in the books. And and in season 5 they're running out of books. Like it, they they're at the end. They are so they have to start setting up stuff that they want to do mm-hmm. and deal with the stuff that George R. R. Martin set up that they don't have an answer for. <laughs> Which is why like I don't know. I I don't think Benioff and Weiss were great choices to finish this show. I think they I think they are really really good at adapting books I, but as soon as they get control over what happens in the story I think it really falls apart Um, I see
1: that for me with the ending I, lo- I really like season 8 Um, I do wish we did have more because it does feel very all right, let's wrap this up. And not just, it's so fast, not just in like, we want to do other things, but in like, you know, game of Thrones, you know, SS, you know, Westeros, you know, we don't need to travel these countries. We don't need to do this. You know it. And it's like, I, I get, I get why you did it, but still that's why I like game of Thrones. Yeah. I love Jamie and Brienne walking through the forest. I love it the Hound whole and Arya season to walk through the forest. I like that. But there's nothing what I will say with like the character stuff, which I have a feeling is coming up, uh, I don't think any of that is rushed. I do not think Danny's arc is rushed or Cersei's I think it is. or John or anyone's. I do Cersei's wish we I had I think have more time, but I don't think those aspects were rushed. Just the literal whole show. Like, the yeah. the whole f- full storyline. I feel like I wish there was more moments to breathe.
0: That's, that's totally said, fair. I don't think Cersei's story is rushed. I think Cersei is, like... I was, I was thinking, uh, like, Cersei and Theon are mm-hmm. the only two characters in this show who get, like, a full arc. I think everyone else's arc is, like, mishandled, and it doesn't go where it should... And it ends up not working. And I and there's a lot of problems. Even Theons I have some problem I have a I have an issue with. Really? Just because I, I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's hop um, into it. Theon Okay. This gets into a whole Okay. This is gonna be crazy. Just go with me. Just go with okay. me on this. I will go with you. I'm going to assume that they don't want that they that. I'm going to assume that Benioff and Weiss are attempting... They want to subvert the chosen one uh, trope of fantasy genres. Mm -hmm. A lot of Game of Thrones is about tackling fantasy tropes and telling different stories with them. That's why Ned dies. That's why Rob dies. Like, people you think are heroes die. Mm -hmm. Because there are logical consequences to your actions rob betrays the phrase the phrase kill rob right even Ned exposes you know that queen and her and her brother have birthed all these children
1: Mm -hmm.
0: he gets beheaded because of it
1: and not just Um, that like your villains you hate the lannisters you hate them yeah they have a cool brother but you hate them but over time you're like
0: you're complicated people. You're not yeah, just they're complicated people, the but they know. Yeah. They know how to play the game, which is the whole shit. Mm-hmm. You know how to play the game. So game of Thrones is trying to subvert fantasy tropes. The fantasy trope of John is that he is the chosen one. He's going to defeat the night King and become the King of Westeros. Mm-hmm. That is a story that is like sort of being set up that they want to try and subvert with John, not fighting the night King. That's totally fine. I think that if they really wanted to subvert that trope, instead of just surprising you by having Arya do it, because that's just another—they just changed chosen ones, and it, it is weird. Uh, if they really, truly wanted to subvert that trope, Theon should have killed the Night King, to uh, sacrificing himself to save Bran. He kills a night king, mm-hmm. because then Theon, because Theon just charges and then gets stabbed and he's dead. Like it's so quick, and I get it. Like he's not a great warrior; he's weak and t- and tired. He's and a all good this man. He's a good man. Yeah, but I think that moment would be so great if Theon, if Theon went out killing that night king. Like, the Night King stabs him, and Theon just also, like, stabs him right back. You think Theon's down, but just kidding, he's got the Night King. I get that. And then, like, and then you can still have Arya, like, show up and be like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) And then Theon's dead, and Bran's like, Theon did it.
1: I get what you're saying. I, I don't, I, the power of that scene with Theon is that... We all knew what was going to happen, and yeah, you know, Theon f- for a large part of the early seasons was a coward. He yeah. even towards the end, he still jumps off the boat uh, yeah. when uh, he gets his sister. It is the fact that he knows he's going to die, not just die, die a little pathetically, and he still chose that. He still, I I feel like you would be robbing theon of that moment of knowing all of that and he still decides to charge
0: okay that's 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 totally fair i totally get that then i still think that aria killing the night king is not is is bad writing we've had this uh,
1: with this discussion a lot before and i don't
0: get that <laughs> I don't get what you mean. It's bad writing. So, as I said before, there's George R. R. Martin, likes subverting fantasy tropes. Benioff and Weiss are not great at it, but they try. So they have John, you know, have that little face off with the Night King in the field. And I mean, there's a clip of them at the reading, where the guy's like, "Is this going to be a a?" a giant face-off between the night king and john no and the night king just raises the dead and john goes off and fights him mm-hmm. it's like cool that's fine having so so they're trying to subvert the the fantasy trope of having a chosen one who kills the bad guy and wins the wins the day but they do that just by changing it to another chosen one what makes Arya a chosen one that's what i don't get the the weird quote unquote prophecy that the red woman says that like you will close many brown eyes and green eyes and blue eyes, mm-hmm. which they then repeat right before she goes off and kills the night king. Okay, so all they're doing is changing chosen ones, and it doesn't work because it doesn't. Arya has no connection to the night king. Like the like <clears throat> she's just recently found out about it. Mhm. And I just have like I get that they want Arya to like do all this cool stuff. I love Arya doing cool stuff. She's great. But Arya like I don't I just If Arya's going to be the one who kills the Night King, it should be because of Jon. Like Jon should if you want to, if you still want to, okay, we still want to have Arya kill the Night King. Yes. Totally fine. Yes. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Having Jon not be involved in that feels like they don't quite know how to get to that beat properly. Because, like, Arya, if you're trying to subvert that trope of the Chosen One, then have, you know, Jon and Arya fighting in a hallway and... John says, you go, I'll protect the I'll like make sure you can get there. Mm-hmm. Have John even or or, in my opinion, because I want to see John and the Night King fight. That sounds dope. Have John and the Night King fighting. John is like about to lose. Like he's been disarmed. The Night King's like coming up on him, about to just stab a bitch. And then and that's when Arya shows up and and kills the Night King. I think John <laughs> has to be involved if you want to properly subvert that expectation of John is going to kill the Night King. Because having Arya literally appear out of the darkness like is cool. Don't get me wrong. It's pretty dope. I cheered the first time it happened because I was like, hell yeah, Arya is the best. I love Arya. But I don't
1: know, man. I- I'm sorry to bring up old stuff. and we, But like, this sounds very why did Luke have a per, a projection of himself? Why did he? Do you know how long I've been waiting to see old Luke fight? He was gonna face the entire Empire. it, it kind of sounds very close to that. I uh, I disagree. I it, it it is it is I don't know. Having Arya kill the Night King,
0: I'm fine with feels, Arya killing the Night King. Fe- it,
1: it, it feels right. She has the skin unlike. Her, Every single soldier in, in that in that battle, she has the skill to kill the Night King. She can she can maneuver, and get out of the way, and, and and sneak. She's a good sneaker. That's uh, fine. I, I'm going to get some sneakers, and I'm going to call them Arya, and then I'm going to be like, "Yeah, those are some good sneakers." Um, Hilarious. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> I laughed. Hey, <laughs> um, I I I get i i do get what you're saying i do i i uh this was this yeah this was you explained it very well i just
0: i i like Arya <laughs> i oh. like Arya too i i i i like that Arya kills the night king but i think john should be involved in that moment i Other guess than just him yelling at a dragon i love that i love how he's just like hey
1: dragon why your breath stink, hey Dragon? <laughs> you need a mitt. Why? Why your blue breath stink? Hey, why you spitting butter, <laughs> Dragon? <laughs> you gotta clean your teeth. Why you missing your jaw? <laughs> no jaw looking. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, what what else you
0: got? What what other talking points you got there? Oh oh man, we're just we're done with that one. Uh oh, well let's talk about the Battle of Winterfell, because there's a lot of I have a lot of problems. <laughs> I have a lot of problems. Uh okay. Small my smallest issue with the battle battle of Winterfell. Where's the girl who wanted to fight in the crypts? In episode two, there's that lovely moment when that girl comes up to Sir Davos who's serving out soup. And she's like, "Where should I go? I want to fight. My brother fought. My father fought. I want to fight." And she's just a little girl. And then mm-hmm. Gilly comes up and is like, "I want you to be in the Crips because I'll feel so much safer if you're there." And then she's not in episode three. What the fuck? It's a bunch of bullshit. I want to see my little girl. Be be brave. <laughs> I love her. We we already talked about about the show's being rushed, man. <laughs> i'm just saying it sucks like there's this really nice moment to set up a nice little moment in the next episode and they just don't do it benny off and weiss are really bad at at paying off their setups whatever uh another another random note that i have about the battle of winterfell why didn't the dragon die in the battle of winterfell why does he randomly get shot out of the sky in the next episode it's weird it makes no difference to the story if the dragon dies in winterfell or if he dies randomly in the air i other than they want to surprise you
1: i think it's not just they want to surprise you the audience it's that moment in in the show at least for me, I felt this way watching it the first time. You were there. You saw my you saw my expression. It's kind yeah. of like, all right, we're flying high, we're gonna go to Westeros, Cersei, you better watch out. Hey, oh my god It it is it is I don't know. I prefer that moment than just yeah, the dragon just snapped the other
0: dragon's neck. I But there's like that beautiful like there's that beautiful fight in the air and then the dragon like crashes and John's on the ground and it's just like why isn't the dragon... Like, the dragon should just be dead. Also... Have the dragon be dead.
1: Or the Northmen's gonna do with
0: the dragon corpse. Set it on fire? Yeah, I don't know. It, I don't care. Like, they, they randomly respawn Unsullied in Dothraki, so I feel like they can deal with a dragon corpse. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I that really bugs me. Mm. Um... Uh, bah, bah, bah. Okay. This fucking battle. Why do... How... How in the fucking world... Do they think that the safest place... In all of Winterfell... Is a place where all the dead bodies are? So... I actually have...
1: I, I got... I, this grinds my gears too. But... I'm on, other, I'm on
0: the it other I'm on the other side of it.
1: Crazy. I'm on the other side of it. I think it's stupid that the Night King can resurrect he should have an expiration date. That's dumb. That's stupid.
0: I don't th- He can bring He's back magic.
1: people who died 50, 60, 70, 100 years ago? Get out
0: of here. Yeah, if nah. you still got, if you still have a work if your skeletons all there, I think it's fine. Nah, I think I do think it's
1: stupid. I think it's stupid on the other side. Not uh, that they went down in the crypts. If I was in the crypts and then the the the, the, the all the dead people came out, I'd be like, he should have expiration. This is stupid. This is contrived. <laughs> this is contrived. I'm in a story, aren't I? Aren't I? Um
0: uh, Yeah, no. It does bug me, but <laughs> It bugs me so much, man. Um Okay. Bring it back a ghost that i could just blow on it because they're dust what is this well no they're like ske- they're magic skeletons i don't fucking know God. hey everyone uh thanks for listening to the podcast uh this is part one of our game of thrones retrospective um we did not know how long we were going to end up recording so we didn't record an outro for the first half so this is me doing that afterwards thanks for listening my name is sam bandy and my co-host is andrew thomas uh you can check out welcome back pod on all the different things uh we are supported by linux studios on patreon.com welcome back pod but we don't want to worry about you guys financially supporting us right now go donate to different charities and bail funds and all that sort of stuff for all the different protests that are going on across north america and the world and all that sort of stuff wherever you are um we hope that you can, you know, tell your friends if they like Game of Thrones, if they hate Game of Thrones, not maybe not if they hate Game of Thrones, because we talk about it a lot. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, if if uh, you and your pals used to watch Game of Thrones, and you want to talk about it again, send them this podcast, send them next week's podcast, which will be part two. Um, and uh, we will, we'll be here. Uh, so yeah, thanks for Thanks for listening. I don't have a funny joke to go out on, unfortunately.